Just preparing myself. To good, say morning. good morning. Good morning, Eugene. What if they're listening to this at night? Good a- Good afternoon. Good evening, good, Eugene. Good three a.m. Good all the goods. All the goods. And especially good for you because you're good about to hear some good tunes you straight know, from our mouths. You know, I'd like to shout out the thirty-four l- listens we get on average. Yo, thank you. Thank for you, listening. guys. <laughs> Those thirty-four people, I really appreciate it. No, for real uh, though, yeah. I'm not just being sarcastic. Thank no, you. no. Sometimes, like my voice just sounds sarcastic. No, I sounded sarcastic. No, you sounded I, I, you sounded genuine. Oh, I sounded you. sarcastic. Well, sometimes my voice sounds sarcastic, and I always feel bad whenever I do that. So. Oh, do you yeah. feel bad? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I you do sound feel bad. Sarcastic right now. And I'm turning up oh, the mic more because. Oh, yes, oh, oh, oh. just walked in the <laughs> podcast again. Uh, yo, what's up? We just started. <laughs> yeah. What's good? What's good? <laughs> We're getting distracted already. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh no. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah, man, our 34 listeners are going to... They're going to be real angry. <laughs> okay, anyway, you can cut that out. Anyway, <laughs> Hello. Hello. Today is fall. Well, it's now fall. We're deep into fall now as uh, we're recording this. It's almost Halloween, a few days before. Yep. And, uh, you know, we thought we'd do um, an appropriate theme for this week and for the entire season was uh, our some of our favorite fall albums, so... Um. Yeah. We. I went through my entire collection and picked out a few that I. I really. Same. Um. Just feel. Just really feel like fall and yeah. albums that I really enjoy. So I'm. I'm. I'm excited to talk about these because I've been listening to them so much. Same. They're all so good. Yeah. These um, are. And the thing yeah. about fall albums, I. I really. See fall as a very nostalgic time of year. I don't know why, and mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people feel the same way, but. I feel like it's one of the few times a year I very often do come to the same albums mm-hmm. like i just like naturally um will come to them so this was kind of easy to choose fall nice. albums good all right well does trevor start us off yeah sure i'm gonna start with the 90s uh the late 90s well yeah the late 90s uh i guess post grunge uh rock group or alternative rock group, Marcy Playground, with their first album, Marcy Playground, self-titled. And you may know this group from their song Sex and Candy. I remember hearing it a lot um, when I listened to Portland radio stations as a kid, which um, is kind of funny that it kind of came back around in my life. Uh, uh, In my my college years, uh, I found a a love for this album, and the entire thing is amazing. uh, Sex and Candy is a fantastic song, as you may know if you've heard it, and it's got very weird um, lyrics to it, but uh, pretty much the rest of the album does too, and it's kind of also sad, the lyrics in the song, and I'll get into that a little bit um, when I talk about some of my other favorite songs on here. But um, That's dis- kind of a part of fall albums. Though. Yeah, so they're very sad. You part know. of nostalgia and reflection is sadness. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a, it's a great album. Um, the The... Uh, it's just uh, mostly just acoustic guitar, it feels like, and also some distorted uh, distorted guitar as well, um, but um, and some fantastic drums too. But uh, it's a three-piece band, and uh, they're based in New York at this point um, in their career, and uh, they they wrote a lot of amazing songs. The main songwriter, the guitarist, and just John Wozniak, and he's an amazing songwriter and uh, amazing composer of these uh guitar parts um one of my favorite songs i think i have to start off with is the a cloak of elvin kind um it this kind of goes in the mysticism of his lyrics and many of the other songs also have kind of mystical elements to them like uh us 
ancient walls walls of flowers which i'll probably talk about and the vampires of new york which i'll especially talk about since that's one of my favorite songs on this album um, a lot of mystical er- elements pulling from uh probably J.R.R. tolkien um storytelling um he's a fantastic storyteller like on the song uh oh boy one more suicide tells um a very somber and very sad story of um i forget the character's name in the song but he mentions the guy's name who um kills himself uh at this river it's it's very sad song and he kind of digs into the the uh, after effects of it and seeing it in the paper and what happens with his mother afterwards a very sad song and there are plenty of other sad songs as well about uh drug addiction a drug addiction and there's even the first song poppies is about the rise of the opium crisis um in china um, caused by Europe, unsurprisingly. Um, fun. <laughs> yeah, which is very fun. But it's a fantastically written album, and the uh, choruses are probably some of the catchiest ones I've ever heard. Um, uh, very, very catchy, just straight, like, just really good rock, <clears throat> just really good rock songs with great choruses, and uh, I already said that, but whatever. Um, and... The Vampires of New York, my favorite song on this album. Um, that's just got great lyrics. It talks about what he's seen, uh, what we're seeing, kind of. He kind of has, he's like taking us on a tour through New York and what we see and the uh, people on the street suffering from drug addiction and stuff like that. Um, I read a little um, bit on the sex and uh, candy, like genius lib, uh, lib on Sp- Spotify, and it talked about how. He kind of did some drug experimentation, so many of these songs go into um, themes with that, including uh, A a Cloak of Elvenkind kind of has that more uh, psychedelic rock sound to it with uh, the filters that they put on the the guitars and stuff. Um, Gone Crazy is another great example of that, as well as Opium, obviously. Um, But it's just really catchy and... Even though he does the mms and yas to kind of get you get that earworm worm stuck in your head easier, um, he's just a fantastic songwriter, and uh, um, it just sounds like the world is changing around you. You know, like fall, of course. Wait so, a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wait a second. So it it fits perfectly with, with the season, and I'm gonna be continue listening to this one because it's it's a stellar album, and I think it's worth a listen from for underappreciated '90s records or not super well-known 90s yeah. records yeah. well dang well yeah. well stated i feel like i just <laughs> listened to the album um yeah thanks yeah that's that sounds like a good quintessential fall feeling and uh sound um yeah i think my my first one today is always the first album that i think to listen to when fall hits um feels like the changing season and that is um west montgomery's uh the incredible jazz guitar of west montgomery mm-hmm and also, um, well, I guess it's just called Incredible Jazz Guitar. No, it is. The Incredible <laughs> Jazz Guitar of West Montgomery. And fun to fact, this was my first record ever. Oh, that's right. Back in our, oh our freshman year dorm, it was the first record. It came from, like, Amazon or something. We had <laughs> it on our wall. But, um, yes, yeah, from 1960. And, yeah, West Montgomery's known for his his jazz guitar, as <laughs> said in the title. And he you lose, he, he kind of coined the use of octave playing he used mm-hmm. like a lot of octave where he's doing the same thing um but octaves apart um 
but yeah, this is a perfect album. I could listen to this probably every day of my life. <laughs> 44 minutes long. Um, has, just like many jazz albums to me, feels mm-hmm. like it, it kind of encapsulates all the different feelings you can get in life. It starts with this energetic and ar- arrogant. I've never actually known how to say that word, but arrogant is like, it's like fast, like doom ding doom ding doom ding doom ding, like this fast walking bass line, mm-hmm. and then you got these the, the more of a bluesy song, and then my favorite on the record, uh, polka dots and moonbeams, is just this slow, you know, that brush kind of drumming. Sh- feels like like uh, you're a kid watching Charlie Brown, um, and just walking through piles of leaves, kind of song, um, and. Y- yeah, I mean they're they're all good, and his he he sings with his guitar, so that's always <laughs> beautiful. And that's my mm-hmm. first album. So glad the the guitar and his singing harmonize a little bit. He's he's got an amazing voice. Oh, he doesn't sing. Oh, Mm-mm. oh, you're thinking of George Benson. Oh, I'm thinking of I, just the way you said that. I no, was I know. Confused. That's my bad. <laughs> they're so, so I mean, they're the guitar similar. is his voice. That's yes, what I. Yes. That's what I should have said. But yeah, great, short and sweet. Um, next up, I have. Uh, Jerry Paper's 2014 album mm. Big Pop for Chameleon World. Uh, this is more of a synth indie pop album. Um, it uh, Jerry Paper mostly was known for at this point for synth music and, and they're continuing that with this indie pop record. Um, people may know Chameleon World from this uh, record and um, they kind of use the same sounds throughout um, their uh, made up synths with uh, these kind of like weird sounding instruments um very high pitched ones but they they all blend together perfectly he's got little great bells and stuffs in in there and um they sing it's kind of in this like dry dreary kind of like distant voice but it's still um it's they still sing beautifully beautifully like on the song ow they kind of like s- separates their um words out pretty far apart and kind of extends the song with their words but still keeps the the listener interested um it's got great little interludes between the songs the f- opening track loading screen is like a great intro to the album um uh, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> got something caught in my throat i i've been doing too much writing today instead of talking so mm-hmm. i need to warm myself up but um the other song i really enjoy is real now love and it kind of follows that slow, like, dreariness, but it's still positive. Um, there's also some great songs about having to... I uh, uh, <laughs> don't know why I chose so many artists that, like, experiment with drugs, but Jerry Paper's, like, a big LSD person. Um, I didn't know that, actually. And uh, they... Yeah, so Jerry pa- Paper is just... Uh, they are just an amazing songwriter, um, original material, and... Um, like on the song so funny um they kind of goes into uh helping someone out who is tripping out too hard um which is an interesting song and a a great little perspective on the whole uh drug experience um i believe clarity schmerity also goes into that but they just writes very um kind of kind of dark darker but also more like pop pop poppy type um, indie pop songs that are just um, you just kind of get taken into this chameleon world obviously it, it's got a whole intro that gets you into it but uh, it's a great little electronic world and I think it fits well into the dreariness of fall you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm actually I need to listen to that one again mm-hmm. 
I'm more familiar with his, was it 2019 album with the trash can? Mm-hmm. What year was that, 2020? That was uh, that was 2020, yeah. yeah. That's a good album. Yeah, that's a fantastic album as well. And he did an album with Bad, Bad, uh, Bad, Bad, Not Good. They did an album with Bad, Bad, Not Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay <laughs> i gotta fix it's all a, of those it's an honest mistake <laughs> yeah abracadabra yeah oh yeah abracadabra. um and two time raw they did with mm. um bad bad not good as the secret backing band which is kind of funny that's cool. yeah yeah it was pretty cool um my next album is by no means a deep cut or a surprise but um had to include um simon and garfunkel's oh yeah sounds of silence from uh 1966 um yeah i mean this <laughs> i don't everything about this album screams fall it's mm-hmm. leaves that are green is literally talking about leaves changing and <laughs> um and that's a perfect one for fall yeah that's and it has that that feeling of just mm-hmm. the singer and guitar um life kind of moving slow mm-hmm. but yeah i mean paul simon's a genius songwriter and <laughs> there's not much I can say that yeah. hasn't been said, but I mean, my favorite track on here is Angie. It always will be. It, there's no singing on it, but just the the way they almost tell a story through the guitar in that yeah. song is so good. And mm-hmm. um, Angie's a highlight. Also, um, Kathy's song, <laughs> "Leaves That Are Green." Uh, I'm a most peculiar a man. A most peculiar Very man. sad song. That Jeez. one reminds me of One More Suicide a little bit. And Richard well. Corey's suicidal yeah. story, too. Mm-hmm. So very different messages. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like one being about kind of being under a capitalist system. He works in this guy's factory, mm-hmm. and the guy seems to have everything. He seems to be happy and figured out, but then he ends his life. And then a most pe- peculiar man is someone who's kind of, like, pushed yeah. out of kind of cast out yeah because they're weird yeah, yeah. Or, or people think people they're think they're he, weird he, he's yeah. peculiar peculiar <laughs> yes um I, what I, I when i listened to this record recently i noticed something that i i, I mean i've always realized that they're they're singing at the same time but i've never mm-hmm. really realized and the how har- they are the harmonies yeah. are so good <laughs> like art garfunkel's kind of got this like deeper voice but he blends it so well with yep. Paul Simon's it kind of they kind of just become one voice yeah. no, in a few totally, of their songs you um but they ha- they harmonize really well together and uh they're both amazing guitarists so oh yeah, yeah. it's it, it's just a match made in heaven for sure and mm-hmm. um we learned a cool fact when we were in I forget what class it was but I think it was the rock history one the yeah, Woodstock class about sounds of silence right mm-hmm. where they originally recorded that without drums um and whoever was engineer producing it, yeah, put it. They had, didn't even know they put on the album or something. They yeah, they um they added the electro, uh, the electric guitar part and the drums the and drums. all that because it was originally acoustic. Yeah, and um, I'm glad they did because it's, <laughs> it's, it's really good. <laughs> it's such a strong <laughs> intro to a, the and it yeah it just transitions to that more laid back song and leaves mm-hmm. that are green. But yeah, it gets yeah. your attention and it's yeah iconic. I think we should both talk about the next one I have. Oh, yes. We both I have saw, that one. Yeah, I saw it on yours. And that's Matt Watson's project ouch. from 2020. Ouch! ouch oh, ouch, God! Ouch! ouch. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a great little EP. Yeah. I think he has a lot of potential. Yeah, We've my talk- favorite niche internet celebrity, Matt, <laughs> Matt Watson. <laughs> yes, he's he's known for um, his his role on Super Mega. Yeah. Uh, those YouTube those channel. But he did release a little boys. project in 2020. Um, yeah, it's a great EP. Yeah, it's poppy, but sweet. it's also like, you know, it's alternative. It's mm-hmm. 
I don't want to say vapor wavy. That's not what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> it's it's electronic. There's yeah, a lot of electronic, electronic parts in it. Um, Very catchy songs. Mm-hmm. He's good at writing these hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I I lo- I I love like a great example of his like electronic or like I guess more vaporwave inspired uh, songwriting can be heard on Feel This Way, where he has like a like a really crackly, more high pitched voice in the background yep. singing uh, some of the parts, but um, Jello is a fantastic instrumental. I yes. listen to that one all the time. Yep. Um, but uh, Come Over is Come definitely over. a highlight on that one, oh, and yeah. uh, definitely one that you can relate to if you're like stuck inside a lot because of rain or anything. Yep. Um, he's just a great songwriter. I I, I enjoy his. He's got some some talent that um, he's tapping into with his music writing, even though he doesn't really have a music background, and it's. It's just great songs with great lyrics and uh, uh, fantastic good p- chord progressions. Yeah, chord great progressions, synth sounds, very unique um, sounds in the album, and it's really enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, and I, his word—he's he, good at rhymes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I just—I definitely my ears find my themselves coming back to stuff a lot, and mm-hmm. it's like easy listening, but mm-hmm. it's catchy and he's a l- he's kind of introspective too mm-hmm. and he's just kind of just talking yeah. about his life um mm-hmm. and also just feel good it like some of the songs are just like you're just strolling down the street yeah <laughs> <laughs> um also songs about dealing with um i don't know sleep deprivation yeah, and depression true. <laughs> yes exactly yeah um, um do you want to go next Trevor Turn. Another self-titled album. Boo. From 1971 <laughs> we have Link Ray's Link Ray. Woo! Woo! This is a indigenous um, musician. Um, you may know, know Link Ray. He did a lot of instrumental work, um, instrumental songs in the 50s, but now 20 years later in 1971, he started writing songs where he sings and does some acu- acoustic. Um, this album kind of sounds like the band, if you're a fan of the band, um, like uh, sounds from Big Pink, if you... Uh, know what that album is like classic rock kind of um it's definitely got that um 70s style production where it's the sounds are like warm and full you know um and he's got like great backing vocalists it sounds like the band as i was saying and he's just a fantastic songwriter one of my favorite songs and the first one i discovered on this album was ice people a great uh, song talking about uh, race relations and his perspective as an indigenous person in a Mer- America. Um, also, he has like some more songs that uh, kind of reference like classic rock, like Jukebox Mama, as well as religious songs like Take Me Home Jesus and uh, what's the other one? God Out West, which are both beautiful songs. Uh, I've listened to a lot of kind of not not really religious music, so it's good to find songs like this that but are just you've yeah always been good at you, yeah you, where you just are just unbiased and you just listen yeah. to different Whatever. perspectives and, mm-hmm. and this one is a great one he's a great singer he's got a very unique voice um and the guitar parts and the electronic uh guitar parts in the song are absolutely amazing i mean he's already um made himself known as a instrumental guitar player so of course he's got to be d- good um very catchy and a beautiful record and I, I just love his voice so much and i love his perspective on the whole world and he just writes amazing songs and um 
He's just an amazing guy. Fire and Brimstone is also an amazing one. I think that's one of the most po- popular ones. Falling Rain is a great one for fall. And Rise and Fall of Jimmy Stokes really highlights his songwriting skills, tells a fantastic story of a uh, a hustler in the city. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's I'm, a great I'm album. I'm familiar. I'll listen to it. Yeah, he's a he's a great great songwriter. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next was another not deep cut, but it's just you know it's what it is. It's a yeah, fall they, album. They don't have to be exactly. Deep cuts. So we have the alternative folk album from 1972, Pink Moon. Oh yes, Nick Drake. Yeah, it's I forgot about this. Um, and if you didn't know, he's you know British singer songwriter who didn't experience most of his success till after he died posthumous, which is unfortunate because Mm -hmm. Pink Moon is I think it's yeah it's revered as a especially this time of year type album, even though it looks like it came out in February, which is interesting, but has such a fall feel. Um, Mm -hmm. the whole album's just. Him and a guitar, I believe. Yeah. I can't remember there being any instrumentation besides that. Pretty but much. I think there's a few drums and some other maybe, stuff. Yeah. But mostly just him yeah. and his beautiful, beautiful guitar playing. Yeah, man. And his such a cool voice. It's so... How do you describe his voice? It's, it's, it's like lower, but it's soft. But lower, softer, sweeter. What does it remind it, me of? It feels like he's pulling like emotions straight out of his his gut. Oh, or yeah. I'm m- m- he's singing in his chest, but he's pulling the emotion out of his gut. Um and gosh, like the song Parasite is absolutely oh, amazing. Isn't there an instrumental on this song that I really enjoy? Yeah. How do you, he sounds like somebody, but I can't I mean, he sounds like Nick Drake, but he <laughs> I don't know. Um comment who you would compare Nick Drake <laughs> to um, yes but yeah I mean Pink Moon that's the, the song that the album's titled after is so good mm-hmm. so catchy and just makes me feel a type of way um but yeah he just comes up with these these little looping guitar riffs that are they're not even that complicated mm-hmm. but they're unique and they're the way he builds melodies over them are, are inspiring to me and how I want to, how I'd want to write singer songwriter songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one's always being played a lot for me. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I love the album. Co- the album covers. Definitely one of classic. One of my favorites. It's very Magritte. <laughs> it <Yes>. is. <laughs> ah. I don't All know right. if you have anything else to say, but yeah, that I, I love that record. If you're looking it's for amazing. a very, you know, it's not a huge wall of sound. Yeah, you can fall asleep to that one. I fall oh, yeah. asleep All the to time. that one. It, it it he's an amazing songwriter as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like Fall brings out all the amazing songwriters. I know. And speaking of amazing songwriters, up next we have Eugene's own Japanese Breakfast mm. with their 2017 album Soft Sounds from Another Planet. Uh, the opener track Diving Woman is a 6-minute long kind of uh, spinning track that brings you into the sounds, uh, the ethereal the ethereal sounds of Japanese Breakfast. Uh, she did a record before this, uh, a shorter one uh, compared to this one, um, but it included a lot of interludes, and this one has a uh, great interlude called Planetary Ambience. Um, but Diving Woman has absolutely, um, these uh, these absolutely amazing like spinning guitar parts that kind of fall together. And uh, even though they repeat a lot, it never gets boring. Um, the um, standout track, of course, is Roadhead, uh, kind of uh, a middle finger, as she said, um, as she says, um, to um, the abusers of her past uh, and how she's grown and m- become a, 
an amazing person since then. Uh, um, s- uh, the Body is a Blade is another favorite song of n- mine. Um, and uh, she just an amazing songwriter. Addresses um, This record kind of addresses the same stuff that she addresses in Jubilee, which we've talked about before. Um, but she still comes at them with a, a unique perspective and um, just... A, just uh, am- amazing stuff uh, comes out of her, her singing voice. She has an amu- amazing voice. Um, this House is also an amazing song about um, living in a house with a bunch of artists and just that experience. Um, it's it's a amazing, uh, saying amazing a lot, but uh, <laughs> a beautifully blending album that uh, kind of just drips and flows perfectly together and... Uh, it it's just one that takes you in a different world. I feel like this is a good night album. Um, it's got a great mm. bass as well. Um, she's got a full band behind her, and um, an amazing record. And it just has a lot of emotion and a lot of feeling. And uh, Jimmy Fallon Big is a great one that talks about mm-hmm. um, seeing a band member get on Jimmy Fall- Fallon. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon Big. Um, yeah, it's it's an amazing record that w- needs a deep dive, and I've been going deep into it and I, I feel like I, I haven't discovered every um, like creative bit on it and there's just so much to it. Thank it's goodness there are many more falls. Yeah, thank goodness. And I need to I need to get all these records on vinyl yes, so I you can do. get even closer to them. Yes, you do. This next one, that's a good transition I actually mm-hmm. have on vinyl. I was lucky to grab it when they were still in stock on their shop but this one is The Trials of Van Occupanther by Midlake. Oh um, yeah, yeah. This is such a good fall album. It's another, another folk um, album from 2006, and wow, I forget it's that old. Um, because I just discovered it a few mm-hmm. years ago. But, um, yeah, this is a severely underrated album in my opinion. Some every song has the most gorgeous harmonies, um, and the way they resolve, uh, like vocal parts and add layers to them and. Um, you start off with this kind of more fast-paced um, song in Roscoe. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Um, Roscoe. But it's still folk. Um, and then you go into Bandits, which is a lot lighter, happier, um, you know, guitar, vocals. But just there's definitely more of a wall of sound than Pink mm. Moon. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just... A lot of these songs are, a lot of it's based on feeling and lyrics, and I, I think you just got to listen um, t- and experience it. But, yeah, I love the lead singer's voice. Um, sometimes feel like there might be some Tom York influence, mm-hmm. um, which is always a great thing. <laughs> um, and I think, yeah, it's five members. Um, and they have another album coming out soon, actually, March uh, 2022. I'm excited mm. to hear that. Ooh. But this this project of theirs is way different than any of their other ones, um, and it's still my favorite by a long shot. But yes, give it a listen. Yeah, that's a great one. I uh, I especially love the song. It covers the hillside. That that's a oh, beautiful yeah. beautiful song. Um, I'm on my last one now. Um, uh, cut yeah. worms. Nobody yeah. lives here anymore. Um, we found f- that together last yeah. year. Great it's album. a a really long album, but all the songs are on it 
They're pretty are, repetitive songs. That's why or that he kind of stretches them out. Yeah, he, yeah, they're pretty. Rep- he stretches them out, which is um, good. But there's there are 17 songs on this album, so. <laughs> um, but uh, it's one of those albums you forget it's not from like 40, 50 years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, it's heavily inspired by classic country and classic folk. Um, I guess we would consider it modern alt country or indie country or something like that or indie folk. Um, but he is an amazing songwriter, and I can prove that in the song mm-hmm. Sold My Soul, which is probably one of my favorite songs ever written in terms of lyrics. Um, he talks about seeing his soul soul being uh, <laughs> being on TV on, uh, oh my gosh, Antique Road, uh, being on TV on Antiques Roadshow, which I find very funny because my parents do watch Antiques Roadshow. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, oh my gosh, he just has an uh, amazing songwriter. The The Golden Sky is another amazing one, and I played that on my fall uh, radio show, my fall themed radio <laughs> show. Um, I feel like this one is like when you have a really nice, nice fall day, like today, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. It was a really nice, like sunny degree fall day, what which the? is crazy here in eugene yeah um and in oregon it's like a really nice fall day you're just kind of like enjoying life um and even if you don't like pay attention to the lyrics um it's still the the album feels like like a folk adventure you know um but looking into the lyrics they're they're all pretty sad um a lot of songs like veterans day and last words to a refugee kind of talk about war in america um and uh soul my soul of course is talking about selling your soul for music and to get what you want in your music career Mm -hmm. um but of course we have the happier songs like the golden sky and god bless the day um, and the heat on his on, which is kind of a funny song, and a great opener to the to the uh, to the kind of folk uh, country style for the uh, for for this album, and it's just a, a fantastic record, and I'm gonna keep coming back to it each time and enjoying mm-hmm. a new track each time because. Every time I come back to it, I find it. I listen to one of the tracks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't notice that about that the first time, probably because it's so long. But uh, it's definitely, it's definitely uses all the time, perfectly and mm. w- is worthwhile with every minute. Yeah, it's just yeah. good, good, gosh darn good record right there. Heck yeah, right Written there. Good folk <laughs> record right there. I love that music right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll have a slight shift in the. Uh, origin of yeah. where this is from. Yeah, no, it's okay. What you got right there? <laughs> no, but uh, next I have none other than business as usual by Men at Work. Oh, yes. I don't know why I, I attribute this with fall because I think once again this came. Oh no, it did. It came on November. Oh, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> this is. Oh, I know people think of Men at Work as very you know more poppy mm-hmm. because of you know even though you know down under even though it was like a pop hit, it's it's not really it's a, not pop a pop song. song at no, all. it's, it's <laughs> the instrumentation on there is incredible mm-hmm. and. The, um, lead singer, pardon me for getting his name. Oh, he has an amazing voice. I I mean, as I get older, I'm falling more and more in love with his voice. He has one of the most amazing voices, I think, 
in history. It's v- um, very full, and he can he's got an amazing range. range, and it's so unique. It's like mm-hmm. um, no one sounds anything like him. Which he, is, he's singing with his like Australian accent, yeah, with yeah. I re- which I really love. Which it I makes appreciate it that too. Yeah. Him sound like no other Australian singer. I mean, and there's this, probably some that sing with their accent, but right. he's he's just got an amazing voice. And it, it, this the, this record I really love it as well. Helpless Automation. I was about to say Helpless Automation, favorites. but for me, my favorite track. And always will be as I can see it in your eyes. Um, gosh, that song is so oh, it's so nostalgic. Nostalgic. It yeah. makes you want to cry. Like he's talking about like his old locker and mm-hmm. his old school. Someone look at someone's old school photograph. Yeah. Um, Thinking about who's in your dorm room, kind of. And just like kind of falling in love. Um, is that what he's saying? I falling out of love. Falling out of love. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. He can see it in her eyes. And the melody. When, oh. Ooh. Yeah, one of my one of my favorite songs on that one is "Be Good Johnny." No, no, yep, yep. no. He kind of has like a he's kind of talking to himself yep. with the the younger Johnny character and all the adults. And who can it uh, be now with the saxophone? Oh, <laughs> yes, like this higher pitch. Like, do, 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 do. <laughs> that's just, that's another hit from this album. Oh my gosh. You can't escape that one, just like the people outside his door. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um... But yeah, that's I think if you've never sat down and given that whole I'm a listen, it's time. Yeah, this is your every single song is good. And I'm I feel very lucky that my grandma gave me a uh, rest in peace a copy of this record. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually a, a white German, cover. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a white, white cover. German. It's a German print. I yeah. mean, th- they're Which not singing German, but pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you, you said I you're wish. out, right? You're done. I am done. Okay, I just have one more, and yeah, lay it this on is me. It's gonna be quick, but it's. Once again, shout out to my second cousin, Kev Mo. Oh um, yeah. And his this this album, um, Suitcase, I think is one of his best. Um, I enjoy all of them, but yeah, Blues album from two thousand six. And yeah, it has some some of its highlights are Rita, Suitcase, um, I'll Be Your Water, Life is Beautiful. Um Life is Beautiful is still my favorite song by him. And it has a great fall feeling, just mm-hmm. talking about kind of, you know, let's go walking through the through the leaves and <laughs> the taking that life is beautiful right now. Um, so a and little bit less sad kind mm-hmm. of in contrast to some other things we were talking about. And even though he, he even though he's blues, um, he has his songs that are, you know, more introspective on sad things. But he also he, he does a good job at feel good blues songs. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a good little hour-long album. And another long hour-long. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I just wanted to say a few honorable mentions because um, mm-hmm. we don't want to make this five hours long. <laughs> but Flower Boy. Flower Boy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, November's I, on there. November. I feel like that can also be a spring album. I feel like some yeah. fall albums can also be spring yeah, albums. Weirdly, yeah, weirdly, they, they kind of share traits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because spring is the the rebirth of. Mm-hmm. Those things dying, but fall mm-hmm. is kind of the dying leaves. Yeah. Even though, but it, it, new things are happening too. Yeah. So, um, I also was gonna say another one by Mac DeMarco. Oh yeah, a, a definitely. Most of most of his albums. Kind of a much. transition into winter feel though. Yeah. Too. Um, late late fall. Right, late fall. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have any honorable mentions? I don't. I, I, don't, think I don't think. Uh, I don't think I prepared honorable mentions. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. I just if anything. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Um, uh, as I said earlier, I talked about the band with uh, Link Ray's album, uh, Sounds from 
Sounds from Big Pink is a great mm. fall album as well. And I actually have that next in queue on my record player. Ooh. So can't oh, wait to listen to that Fishing for Fishies. Fishing for Fishies. King also, Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, that That's one very too. full. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Uh, I can't think of anything. I think yeah. I, I think drop about, drop some yeah drop some fall albums that we should real. listen to. Yeah, we want to hear that we didn't talk about because I, I would so love many. to know. There's so you could more. Oh my gosh, I could pull out like ten more probably, but oh. we don't need to. We don't need to go into that. I wanted to deep dive into these, so yes. I'm glad we did. Good, well, good stuff right there. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. We and really appreciate it. Yeah, hope you are uh, thriving. Yeah, good good luck in week six. <laughs> and on and in your midterms, you're a student. Yes, uh, if, you are if not you're a student, student this, uh, that's, that's cool too. You lucky, good. you lucky person. You well, good <laughs> luck in your life with whatever yeah. you're doing. I, I believe in you. Yeah. If that helps, somewhat. Have a great Halloween, <laughs> y'all too. Yeah, have a good Halloween. Wait, this is gonna come out after Halloween. I hope you had a good Halloween. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I hope you had a good Halloween. Beast, and you were Beast, safe. Yeah, and, and you were safe. And stuff. Okay. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank uh, you for listening. Take care. Yes, bye. Woo!